so he sold the video game for like 500 bucks to a magazine company when he was 12. And then there's no real discussion. And then it's like he and his brother created this software company that sold city business guides to newspapers. Something like that. Bizarre. Like niche as fuck. And then he sold it for millions. And then he invested $22 million in X.com, which would later become PayPal. I had no idea. Right. Same. I didn't Okay. Know. Okay. Okay. Kendall, when uh-huh. I was 12, <laughs> yeah. I would pick up my dirty jeans off of the floor that they were on from the previous day, and I would put them on. Put them on. And I would go to school, uh-huh. and then I would feel like a clump in my jeans, and it was my underwear from the day before. <laughs> That's where leg. I was. Down in your leg. Uh-huh. Yeah, down in my leg. Uh-huh. That's where I was at age 12. So I'm, I feel super good about where I'm oh, at. Yeah. <laughs> Say that shit. Woof. Wait, what? <laughs> Cheers. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Amateur Intellectuals. My name is Kendall, and I'm here with my co-host, Caitlin. Hello. Hello, darling. <laughs> so today we've got a um, a quick but fun and interest. I really hope so. This is something that I'm interested in. And Caitlin, you've expressed interest in as well. In yep. fact, we did a space exploration, the last Frontier episode in season one, which was lovely. And uh, I highly recommend you check it out. This one's going to be just about SpaceX. Mainly because of the, they keep like launching the rockets and they're like exploding. And I just want to like have a quick chat with folks and just be like, hey, I know this looks bad, but it's actually really good. That's going to be so good. I'm really happy that you're doing this episode because I was telling you this offline, remember, but um, that like there are some really cool things that are at the front of innovation happening here that just aren't making the attention span of today, right? And so I'm glad you're putting a spotlight on it today because there's a lot of really cool stuff. And let's do it. I mean, teach me some stuff. Let's break it down. Let's do it. This is so, like, um, it's, like, nerdy little, like, numbers and stats and stuff, which I just, like, eat at, like, scrumptious. But um, Mm, (laughs) before we do that, I was just on Twitter before we were... um, uh, about to start. The yeas are 230 and the nays are 199. And I just want to say history has been made. That's all. Yeah, I saw um, it. Yeah. 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 Fuck her. Fuck this gig. Uh, that was the vote for Marjorie Taylor Greene to be kicked off the committees. And there was 11 Republicans who said, uh-uh. So, um, it's our first bipartisan movement of this administration. <laughs> and I could not be more thrilled. <laughs> History in the making. That's right. Happening right here on our channel. You can find it nowhere else <laughs> but on our Twitter, our YouTube channel. No one else is talking about it. No one. That's it's right. just that's right. us. And that's it. Like, that's the news for the day. Done. Great. Good segment. Moving right along. So, Caitlin, the question for this episode. We have talked about going to Mars. Mm-hmm. But with the way that the things are now and with Blue Origin setting up like citizen flights and uh, Elon and SpaceX working on the same thing, would you take one of these field trips to space? 
Yes, under the right <laughs> conditions. Yeah. Under the right conditions. Because, so, okay, two reasons. One, I've seen enough sci-fi things go wrong, humans screw it up, we stretch too far, Michael Crichton, we stretch too far out of our means with science, oh. that we fuck it up, and then, like, it's a horrible, gruesome situation. Like, a horrible, gruesome situation to me is not, like, the airlock breaks and I go out into space. That's, like, easy <laughs> sleep for a second. I'm dead. A quarter of a second and I'm dead. What is a bad situation is, like, there's only two of us left on Survivor, your dream, but like Space Edition, <laughs> and now we have to decide who to eat. Like, right. that's not something that I'm willing to do. So at short this term is juncture. fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, under the right circumstances, yes. I would say yes. The other caveat that I have there, and I hate that I'm saying this because it's a very big, like, eye roll. I can hear it in myself as I say it. Give it to me. But, like, it's one thing to risk my life. But, like, Mm -hmm. if I was, like, bringing my kid along or, like, my lineage, there's a very big instinct instinct that makes me say like why are we taking risks and you know listen this is not the same thing by any means but you know like immigrants and stuff that had to come over from other countries had to make that kind of a choice and that's a really hard scary choice you're bringing your children i mean if the if the earth is on fire just like if your country's on fire it makes it a lot easier of a decision but if it's like well you know like we could wait this out. Like there might be some hope coming or we need to take a leap and be brave. It's a little bit more gray, right? So I'd like to say yes with the understanding that A, they'd pick me. I'm very tired and I don't know what I'd contribute. Um, B, like my kid is grown and staying here. And then I have to accept the fact that I'll never see her again. And I don't know. A lot of caveats. Uh, I'm very complicated. I okay, can't make any of these Sorry. I didn't do a good job explaining. So like... What what Blue Origin is doing right now is literally like a fifteen minute ride. It's like, and then oh! like, yeah, <laughs> that like the existential stuff is like this seems a bit far, but you could die. I get that. Thought, I thought you were saying like you're gonna go and not come back. Like no 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 sorry. Captain Tom. No, Tom. no 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 no. Um, idiot. Okay. No no that like that totally makes sense. I did. I should have explained. Fifteen minutes. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So yes. it's like it's kind of like the opposite of skydiving, even though it's probably exactly the same as skydiving. Yeah. Um, and they, it's like those flights that some people take to go up into zero gravity, right? A lot exactly. of people do that. Okay, go had a music video about it. Exactly. They went into zero gravity, right? It's it's just that, just a little bit farther with a little bit more, you know, solid equipment. It just yeah, just a touch and an some hour, explosives. even an hour, one yeah. rotation around the Earth, whatever. Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. math, whatever. That seems right. Sorry. Yes. I was all, I was prepared. I was so prepared. Like I had my, I was like, <sighs> with my answer. Yeah. That we were going to leave and never come back. And you were like, girl, it's going to be a Disney <laughs> ride. Like it's going to be a ride and you come back down. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Got it. Because I think, <laughs> I think that we have different answers here because we've, te- we have talked about the, like going to Mars thing, and like you have a kid, and like you have family, and like I well, I have family too, but like you, like, no, and you said you would a, go. We and we had this question before, and you said bye. Like, um, how quickly? Right. Yeah. And like all the better if it like it's desolate and there's nobody there. Like if I could just go alone, sign me the fuck up. But if y'all put like ten like scientists on there, I might re- like rethink that. But with this it's like they'll like shoot you up into space and like you can like float and like look at earth and then you float back down fall back down and then you float right at the end and like 
Elon, SpaceX is doing like a trip around the moon. So like they'll send, they're going to send this, we're going to talk about it later, they're going to send this billionaire up like to the backside of the moon and just ride it back around and then he'll come back. Mm-hmm. So like a field trip to space mm-hmm. you would be cool with. Yes. And like, remember in the moon episode we talked about, not to keep paying homage to all of our past episodes, but like the dark side of the moon has always been the dark side of the moon. Like it rotates right. in the same kind of whatever situation that we're rotating. So we always see the light side of the moon the same. So we've never seen the dark side of the moon as far as I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we did. Uh, no. And it wasn't making news because there was so much shit happening in politics. <laughs> Maybe we did. Who knows? There it but is. no, I would. And you said you wouldn't? Tell me I why. Don't, I don't think I would. See, this Tell is me what's, why. Because, like, I'm not keen on, like, roller coasters. I'm working on myself. Like, before yeah. I go on the bus, I want to go down the road. There's a Six Flags here, and I, like, want to go and, like, do it. Because I've always yeah. just been, like, that, like, ugh. I don't like roller coasters either, for what it's worth. Yes. Okay. See. I don't. And, like, I don't think I'll ever skydive in my life. I don't think... No, me neither. Oh, my God. Same. Same, same, same. I'm not afraid of heights. I would never go skydiving. I think it's not... I would just have a panic attack. Right. I, I don't need to pay for that. I don't need to pay I for that. I can do that at home. Bitch, fuck you. Yeah. yeah. I knew that would make me on the ground. <laughs> Honey. Right. <laughs> I, when I was, like, a kid, I was like you, you, like, you want me to pay to jump out of a perfectly good plane? Like, what kind of See? idiot? Yeah, yeah. And... I mean, I'll just buckle up and look that. out the window with my seatbelt on, very it, securely. It, and I'm imagining that I'm falling the whole time. Like I don't need <laughs> to actually fucking do it. But yeah, turbulence on an airplane is all we need. Like that. Like oh, we're having a little bit of turbulence. Like <gasps> that's a lifetime enough. Like okay, I'm good. I'm good. Okay, good point. But I heard this thing about turbulence, and it changed my opinion on turbulence forever. And I was like, I get it. I get it. I get it. Got it. On a plane, in turbulence, if you've ever been in, like, a small boat, and you're hitting waves, and it's it feels exactly the same. So if you're in an airplane, and you're freaking out because there's a little bit of turbulence, just visualize water, you're on water, and you're boom, boom, and it's, it, it's effectively the same thing. Like, the air is wow. the water, and you just boom, 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 and it's not this big, scary, like, really? the plane is shaking. It's more of like, okay, we're just riding some waves. We're just boom, boom. That really helps. Kendall, I'm going to think about, I'm, I'm serious. I'm going to think about that the next time I'm up there. Because naturally, I think that there's a gremlin on the wing. Right. And it's coming after and us it's and ripping the, the whole... plane apart. Right. Naturally. <laughs> so, that's good. That. Okay. Yeah. Well, first of all, you just changed my life. Second of all, I don't like roller coasters either, but I wouldn't do it for that. I would endure that part in your hypothetical to get to see what the first humans are getting to see. Yeah. That's what I would do. It's like yeah. this greater purpose thing. It's not like, and I'm not saying that you wouldn't. I'm just saying like, I would get through it, the bad parts in order to just see the bits just, that I think are just really cool. Yes. I don't know. Yes. You could talk me into it. Saying shit like that, you could talk me you into come it real with quick. Me. See, yeah. And then we would get drunk. We get so fucked on up. the flight. <laughs> and then we wouldn't feel it. We'd be like, ooh, we're here. What if we got up there and we're like, yeah, it looks pretty flat to me. I don't know what to we say. We kept our screen down. We kept our window shade down. We didn't see anything. This cost $18 million. $200,000 is the going oh my God. right now. $200,000. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, like, okay. Okay, people can buy a lot with $200,000. That is oh, a plane ride for an hour, my God. whatever it is. Right. 
I got some stocks. I get like $80 worth of stocks thinking I'm rich. And they're like $200,000. And I'm like, okay, great. Mm -hmm. Love that. Love that journey for you. Yeah. Oof. (laughs) I made $9 today. And I was like, "Uh, that's more than I made at work. What the fuck? Stop it. I made $9 today in the stock market. Okay. Jumping in. Drink of the episode. This one's kind of fun and cute. And obviously, now that we're on video, I'm not drinking it this time. But I will. I just need to pick up. Yeah. I just need to pick up some rum. And I will have this because this sounds cute. It's called the Mars Explosion. Oh, okay. One and a half ounces of vodka and one ounce of white rum in OJ with grenadine. So think tequila sunrise or screwdriver with rum. Yeah. And then the garnish. Oh, sign me up. The garnish is so cute because what you do is like you like slice an orange to make like an orange little sun. And then you you put a little red cherry right next to it. So it's like the sun and Mars and it's darling so you know we like our symbolism here we like Mm -hmm. our our little visual and funny like cues yeah yeah we like heavy-handed yeah we are we are here (laughs) (laughs) more please more okay so most of my notes today come from well only two sources i've got bbc news um and then i was pulling straight from the spacex website so um I wrote some things out and I'm just going to fly through them real quick because there's like so much to break down and I want to talk a little bit about Elon and I was hoping you would right he's definitely a character for history to tell right and like I like I'm not sold like I don't I'm more focused on the rockets than I am Elon Mm -hmm. as I'll tell you my opinion of Elon after you tell me yours but we'll get there we'll get there okay 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 I'm excited okay so yeah me too me too me too me too um, ooh, girl, that's not the beginning. In the beginning, there it is, okay. So without a clear path on where to start, I would think that a lot of people would have about 10 different climaxes of SpaceX accomplishments, but I will just go here. On February 6th, 2018, Elon Musk's company, SpaceX, launches the world's most powerful active rocket. Now, important little denotation here. Uh, active rocket because the Saturn V remains the world's heaviest and most powerful ever, um, but it's of course not active. And mm-hmm. the Falcon Heavy is Musk's ultra big, nasty lift capable rocket, is the most powerful of the rockets in use today. Um, so he launches this rocket, and the only payload in this beast is a Tesla with a mannequin, and his name is Starman. And then he vertically lands the two rocket boosters back on Earth simultaneously. Uh, Live feeds show the view over Starman's shoulder as the car rounds the Earth and heads out on a wider orbit. And this essentially, I, I can't help but, you know, like I was watching it on YouTube and I was watching it on the news and I was hearing about it. And I think all it is is an advertisement. Hmm. That's an interesting take. Yeah. There's no... Like, it wasn't to the International Space Station. There was no experimental anything on it. Okay. Commercialization. Yeah, it's yeah, I see. Literally. The car crash dummies. The car crash dummies. Exactly. And we're, t- we're doing all the, like, testing and, I mean, not only car crashes, but, like, you know, let's see how it does and whatever. That's a, that's a really interesting thought. Okay. So, 
NASA was like the behemoth of like rocket science anything in the States forever. And then this like privatization thing started happening and it's turning out that like these private companies can make rockets so much cheaper. And like there's some stat out right now that there's like a $2 billion rocket that NASA's building and Starship is like $2 million, like will be $2 million by the end of it or something like that. It's just like completely ridiculous, the, the difference in the two. But to get back to what we were saying just a second ago, um, I want to talk about how we got here, how we got to Starman. Uh, they did like an Elton John soundtrack behind it and put out this like I know, really uh, cool. Wait, is that his song? I'm a uh-huh. Starman. Yeah. And it's fabulous. Okay. It's great. Yes. And it's yeah. really, really good PR. Like it's uh, PR. Is, it's good advertising. So I want to wh- see it. Um, show me, send me the link or tell me later. Tell me what the like video is that I can watch on YouTube about it because I want to see it with all yes. the jazz, all the razzle dazzle. Uh, and they do such a good job and I will. And I, I was thinking about that. We'll be, I was like, I want to, there's like two or three compilation videos I want to post on our YouTube, on our yeah. YouTube, on our Facebook of like explosions and um, failures and uh, good stuff and, and, and this because this is so interesting with the privatization of this shit what he's doing is like he's like telling private companies I have the capability of listing and governments I have the, pri- the capability of lifting heavy shit up into space <laughs> and they've launched like 209 times since then not that one the smaller Falcon 9 rockets but like it was essentially a completely useless launch in terms of science um, except for proving his capability at a commercial level and I think it was really effective. Yeah. It's a glamorous, over-the-top, ridiculous thing, but the Tesla and the man and the videos and the music, and like it just makes it all kind of sexy. And I didn't write a note about this, but I think that even the explosions, I think the way that they allow people to record them working and failing, I think even the explosions is a part of their advertising, mm-hmm. at least their branding, because it's like... It's like NASCAR, you know, like Mm. people are drawn to, it doesn't have to be so hidden and secretive and like failing is okay. And wow, look at that. Look at how we're proceeding. It's a very big mission statement that failure is success in NASA, right? It's a very big design. Uh, They've orchestrated that narrative very well. And they've said, like, failure means we've learned something. We're Mm -hmm. scientists. So I think that Elon, Elon or whatever and team have very much taken that to heart and said like we can use that as a public uh, as like a publicity like statement and say look look at how well we're feeling right like we're on to the next thing we're on to bigger and better because we have the money to do it and we're going to do it and we learned and we got the best minds on it i mean it's truly if nasa was a private company i mean it's just there's nothing more true than if you took NASA and said, you're no longer beholden to the government. You're now a private company. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Like, you've it's got clients. You. Yeah. You're going to get all the money you need. Like, go. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. And to have this guy who, we're going to talk a little bit about him actually uh, right now. So, Elon was born in South Africa. And he was a big time reader. By age nine, he ran out of books. And he turned to encyclopedias. He was a strange, quiet child, and he was bullied, once hospitalizing himself for a week. 
Wait, wait, wait. Once hospitalizing himself. I didn't mean himself. Week? Like he he had he was hospitalized he was bullied. once. Bullied. He was beat so badly oh, that he baby. was there for a week. Baby Elon. Yeah. Nobody yeah. should get bullied. Hell period. no. Let alone bad enough to get. Oh my god. I hate. I hear my father's words in my mouth, but like I would come at that kid. Yeah. <laughs> like in This Is Forty, when she's like, "You look like Tom Petty with it. Like what? You look like a young Tom Petty. Put your Justin Bieber on right side. Right. Like your wig on. Like, oh my god. I would kill the kid that bullied oh. my kid to put him in the hospital for a week. But anyway, listen. Right, for a week. It's Ugh. insane. Um, because he's brilliant, and other kids are monkeys, right? Which I, he's a monkey too. Uh, by yeah, oh, ten, no, I, okay, <laughs> good, good, good. I'm glad I'm glad we're on the same territory. Good, 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 good. By ten, he taught himself computer programming, and by twelve, he had created and sold a video game. And to this day, you can still play Blastar online. Um, that's a link we're gonna have to put on our yeah. Facebook, too. I know. I was, like, at work, and I was, like, can I find it? And I was, like, no, I have to wait till I get home. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to find it. The dynasty, the the corporate takeover thing, begins in 1999 when Elon and his brother, Kimball, sell their software company, and Elon invested $22 million in X.com. Really quick pause. Oh, yeah. Did he make twenty three million and he sold twenty two? I know, right? Was he already really well off? No, I don't think so. So I, he truly made him made his fortune and then invested it back in for the most part. Right. So he sold the video game for like five hundred bucks to a magazine company when he was twelve, and then there's no real discussion. And then it's like he and his brother created this software company that sold city business guides to newspapers, something like that. Bizarre, like niche as fuck. And then he sold it for millions. And then he invested $22 million in X.com, which would later become PayPal. (gasps) I had no idea. Right, same. I didn't know. Okay, okay, okay. Kendall, when Uh I was 12, (laughs) I would pick up my dirty jeans off of the floor that they were on from the previous day. And I would put them on put and them I would on. go to school yeah. and then I would feel like a clump in my jeans. And it was my underwear from the day before. That's <laughs> where I was. Down in your leg. Uh-huh. Yeah, down in my leg. Uh-huh. That's where I was at age 12. So I'm, I feel super good about where I'm okay. at. <laughs> I'm 27 and I'm doing that same shit. And I'm like, where's my millions? The fuck? Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so... eBay eBay bought out PayPal in 2002, and Elon took home $165 million, which... Stop it. ...is nuts, right? That's nuts. But I'm like, okay, so like like two weeks ago, he was announced the richest man in the world. He like is beating Bezos now. And I'm like looking at $165 million and comparing it to like 200 and something billion, and I'm like... That doesn't seem like a lot of money, which is like But so still, fucked. it was his trajectory, right? Oh, you see humongous. it as his trajectory. It's like, that's more than more pe- most people see in their lifetime. And he's still a young fetus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's still an underdeveloped, soft baking bread. Still is. Visually. Still is. I'm, Visually. And married to Grimes. What, I mean, what the fuck? No. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, um, I'm not going to pick on him because, listen, you do you, you're winning at life, at Monopoly. The the real life game of Monopoly, you're winning. Good for you. 
I mean, yeah. I just mean like he's fucking figured out. <laughs> no, yeah, he's got the game down for sure. Good for you. But no, uh, I've got comments on his personality. We're going to get there. I think we should shoot oh, yeah. it. Let's We're going to get it. there. But later, later, later. Um, <laughs> Let's it's coming first up. Appreciate his work. Right, this is a story. So from here, he basically immediately sets up Space Exploration Technologies, which is SpaceX, with the mission statement of enabling people to live on other planets. And he's got some, like, cool quote about, like, if people don't have something to look forward to, if we're just solving problems every single day, like, that's not enough. And I'm like, okay, see, like, that, like, there's a stroke of genius in there. I like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, There's visionary in there. Yeah. For sure. Two years later, he set out with his innovative thinking and he took on the car industry and obviously created Tesla. So the hardest times fell in 2008 when SpaceX suffered a third rocket crash and Tesla's cost almost caused the company to fail. But a government contract scraped SpaceX up and Tesla got a loan to the tune of $465 million from the government and they seemingly are doing okay today. Musk is usually caught up in some sort of controversy from baseless allegations against a Thai cave rescuer that tweet about taking Tesla private with, quote, funding secured, and of course getting high on Joe Rogan's show, which was more public image about giving a fuck all to the shareholders than I remember the stocks. I remember what happened Mm -hmm. when that, like when all that went down, like the, there were so many conservative white men that were like, like, that were like, Oh, out, out. Where is it? I can't see. I need my glasses. (laughs) And then on the other side of that, I'm like, does he also get people too? like the, like he's just so funky and is like, it's not a normal way of thinking about, I don't think any, like, I, I think the way he thinks about advertising is different. I think the way he thinks about PR and uh, even the way that, like, he's the head, I was watching a video about him today, he's the head engineer at SpaceX. And I was like, huh? Like, I thought really? he was, like, the president and the owner and the CEO. No, right, he's right, like right. The head. Does he have a background to be the head engineer? I mean, other than his genius, like, weight I of his brain that's holding just on his shoulders? Genius. He's got some funky... But, like, I mean, you can make yourself anything, right? I'm the lead scientist, right? I'm I know, the, like, I'm technically, the... like, you're, like, the dictator or whatever. Right, right. You can call yourself anything you want. But, like, does he have the chops to engineer it? I think he's got, like, a rocket science degree. I do. I could look oh, okay, at okay, that. okay, 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 uh, okay. I'm not saying that academia even, like, says that you're necessarily capable of it. Because, like, there's so many jobs that, like, you can just do without a fucking debt. Like, <laughs> college debt. Uh-huh. But... Not if you're Elon, because he's got the bill. He's got the bills, but he's also got the paychecks. But I definitely think, like, don't call yourself. He's so, here's what it is in my mind. Tell me if you agree. Okay. He's so on the line of being that douche that thinks that he's the end-all, be-all. But he just delivers enough, enough times that you're like, ah, but is he? Okay, you are. You are. I mean, like, you've said some things. You've done some things. But, like, goddamn, you keep delivering. I really want to pigeonhole you into throwaway, into the garbage bin. But you keep delivering. What are you doing? So, yeah, that that would be my... uh, my thesis statement on who he is i and writing like, I, the line between douche and genius right and i don't disagree i think that that's a pretty good because he like he'll like cozy up to trump and i'm like what in the fuck like you're an immigrant but then like and then he like tweeted something the other day and he said um 
he was talking about how like the American dream is about um, providing commodities and people being able to afford them, blah, 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 blah. And like, I have an issue with that because then I like tweeted back at him and sometimes he tweets folks back. He'll never tweet me back, obviously. But I was like, well, no, Elon, mm, I don't think that know. that's... I had a dream, that, baby. <laughs> I don't know that I'd want to hear it. I don't, I don't know. I don't fucking know. Listen, He's if you get in a weird... fight with Elon Musk, I will be so proud of you. <laughs> and I'll screenshot that shit and I will put it on our, on our social media. Yes. Thank you. You lost Look a fight to Elon today. one time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, it's just an interesting thing because he's he's obviously brilliant and he's obviously funky and there's I I like that I like that I don't know that I like him like I'm attracted to that sort of vibe and then he like does weird shit and I'm like are you QAnon I'm like are, what is that what are you what remember is... the toxic personalities episode uh huh that you led he's he's a narcissist oh. I think. Oh. And he, but I also think that he, as we got into a little bit in that episode, well, listen to me calling back to all, like I've done like four this is since like, we yeah. started five Bitch. minutes ago. We did but, but also like, uh, we are a domino effect and like we learn from stuff and then we hey. get better. Oh, Yeah. Um, but I would say that I would also argue he's either, and I don't mean this as, as negative as it comes out, but here we go. Say it. Buckle up. He's either psychopath or Mm -hmm. he's sociopath Mm -hmm. so he doesn't care i mean again we went back and we remember we're not going to go into that now but we talked about so much like a a psychopath or whatever just doesn't give a shit like it's it's Mm -hmm. not that they're here to hurt you they're not getting off on hurting you it's just they don't give a shit about norms society culture your Mm -hmm. feelings like, they don't care. And then if you add trauma and whatever, 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 then you have a serial killer that, like, wants to feel things and does it in a really negative way. But, like, right. he's that person that just doesn't give a shit by birth. I mean, like, he just doesn't give a shit about what you think or want. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's perfect. And, like, the, it's not that – that doesn't mean that, like, like socio and psycho doesn't mean – not psycho. Socio, yeah. Right. doesn't mean mm-hmm. that you're evil. It just no. means that it, you're unaffected by the exactly. normal guilt, the normal. Exactly. Um, Sociopath is more like in regard to other people, socio, like um, so- social, right? right? But psycho is more just like it, the just, I mean, roots, like mm-hmm. don't give a shit. And I think that he might be that. And a lot of really, really famous people are arguably sociopaths or psychopaths because they're very successful. And the things that would normally hinder a person, Hello. like what people think they of them just... and their clout and whatever, he's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to go over here and make a rocket. Like, I don't care. Yeah. You know, but also it could get dangerous because like hypothetically speaking, and this is a very big jump and I'm not, I'm not accusing Elon of this because he's never done this, but you know, if, if there were pilots in those space uh, mission experiments that were really risky Mm -hmm. and he was like, go, I don't think that he would lose a wink of sleep worrying that they'd Mm -hmm. be okay. Like, I think he'd just be like, no, they signed up for it. They know Mm -hmm. what they're doing. Like, whatever. Like, uh, yeah, I don't care, and I don't it's know. for this mission, and this is this is better than what their small little lives are. So I don't care, right? You know? Yeah, yeah. I don't think that that's a stretch. I anyway, don't. Yeah. Tell I... me, tell me more. Let me uh, teach okay. me, sir. So now we're gonna move on to SpaceX specifically, and what I'm gonna do is, 
I wanted to talk, I really want to talk about the Starship thing, because I think that that's the cool thing, but, like, I don't know if that's a whole, like, episode, so I'm going to fly through, like, the different rockets that he's, like, created, and, like, you can watch any of them, and, like, okay. none of these are not in use now, so, like, they're still launching these, you can tune into the YouTube, I did it, the YouTube, uh, their know. YouTube, and <laughs> watch them, and it's a blast, I do it, I post it on my, like, personal page, on my, like, stupid little, like, stories, I'm always like, we gotta launch today, and I get Yay. so jazzed about it, and it's so stupid, but I love it. No, so. it isn't, it isn't stupid at all, it's very cool, and, like, again, with the idea that, you know, we're fighting over climate change or whatever, this might be the salvation of humanity, so it actually isn't like dumb at all to be like oh my god like we're actually pushing forward right if you can get me away from oklahoma on a rocket oh. i will take it if you could get me away Louisiana. from america on a rocket <laughs> or an airplane <laughs> or a boat it or a submarine. right <laughs> just i mean just right over the border would be fine yeah okay so um, okay, so we're going to start with the things that they do the most. These are the Falcon 9 rockets, and they're basically just that long tube of fuel, and um, what SpaceX did that's so brilliant is they figured out a way to reuse them. So uh, Falcon 9s are the first orbital class rocket capable of reflight ever. Um, oh. Before SpaceX, those tubes would either be lost in space or destroyed by falling into the ocean. Um, in fact, in 2013, Jeff Bezos found some of the rocket engines from the Saturn V that had dropped to the ocean floor. Um, so either they become space junk or just ocean junk, but not reusable. So Elon saw this as this is how you fix the high cost problem, because if we can just use that same booster again and again and again and again... It obviously takes away from the enormous cost of getting something to space. Yeah, yeah, Kendall. It's like it's like an airplane that you were sending just just One or a time. drone because there's no people on board. It's like sending a drone for whatever purposes you want, surveillance or whatever. I mean, like it doesn't matter. Just you send a drone, but every time that drone burns up, it, it just sounds so primitive. Versus like, right. oh, we're gonna like land it and then use it again. Or if we can't land it safely, then we're gonna land it with pieces of it that will be like, met- you know, metaphorically indestructible, so that we can use them again. So I'll tell you one example of this is the F thirty five. So the F now listen, the F thirty five never like was. Uh, it's a fighter jet, but it was never designed to self destruct ever. Obviously. The only thing that I'm saying is, like, it used a lot of energy. Everything uses a lot of energy oh, yeah. if you're going to propel, like, pro- what is it? Propel. Propel it forward. Propel. Propel. Propel it. <laughs> propel it back. <laughs> anyway. Um, no. If you're going to propel it forward, like, it takes a lot of energy. Or up, like a, like a rocket. So there's actually different versions of the F-35 fighter jet, which, again, breaks oh, the yeah. sound barrier, all those things. But, like... The F-35B has learned how to land like a helicopter, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Hover. It's like so revolutionary because every every other airplane, you think of an airplane, you have to have a long runway. Right. You have to have a lot of energy. You have to make sure you're safe when you're landing. Are the wheels out? Like, is everything safe? And then you've got this very safe thing that's coming down. It's like the control of that is so... While it's a very different industry with very different principles, it's still that idea of evolution where it's like, 
oh my god we could like make this so much easier because think about the runways you don't need think about all of the space and the wheels that burn up or whatever that get damaged every landing or whatever like you don't have to worry about any of that just land softly you put that thing right down on the stadium or you put it right down on the building or right on that that aircraft carrier oh yeah exactly and like, like you don't see like hospitals don't have planes in cities because you can't land the plane anywhere but they have helicopters because you can put it down on the road like you can put it down over there like you can put it down exactly and think about how fast an uh oh an airplane would be versus a helicopter if there was an emergency situation like pulling someone out of a fucking canyon or something right with all their broken bones and then bringing Mm -hmm. them to a hospital with you know that kind of speed but that kind of graceful landing right you can't have both right now in time you can't have both in the future we probably will thanks to companies like spacex but we'll see anyway i'm sorry that was totally an aside but no great point it's a a good a good relation thing because that's exactly um i think what he must have seen is just like this why would we not and and it also one of the biggest problems like you can send people to mars but then you can't send them back because you can't you have to then again launch it again like Mm -hmm. so he's like if you go and like you either have like a pod like they did for the moon or you just kind of drop them and then uh, that's it. So he's kind of figured out two birds, one stone. Okay, we can set it down this way and then refuel and then send it back up and da 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 da. So um, some stats on the Falcon 9. at 70 meters, which is mind-boggling to me because you watch them and they look like little pencils. And they're mm-hmm. almost... They like a fucking football field. It's most I asked, of a football field. I asked field. Greg how they keep it straight. Like how the... For, how does it stand How the do they out? not just all yeah. over the place? Anyway, yes. It's because that shape just doesn't seem... I mean, it seems uh-huh. aerodynamic once you've got it, but it seems like the control it must take to have it stay yeah. straight, right? Even sitting in the wind. I'm like... Yes! And then you... How do you let it go? I don't get it. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Exactly. Yes. Thank you. Um... 70 meters long, 12 feet in diameter, so wide, uh, 1.2 million pounds. Um, so SpaceX has developed two different kinds of rocket engine. They have the Merlin engines and the Raptor engines. The Falcons use the Merlin engines, um, and those deliver, there's nine of them on there. They deliver 1.7 million pounds of thrust at sea level. The rockets themselves have four legs that are folded up against the tower, against the rocket body itself, and then two grid fins up at the very top that are like wings that are also flipped up. Um, and those things help it deliver uh, deliver it safely back to Earth. So once it goes up to the edge of space, it launches the second stage of the rocket, which takes it the, the important piece, the satellite or the crew or whatever forward, and then it guides itself down and they've got GoPros attached to these things. You can watch them literally live. Those grid fins come out and steer it back to where it needs to go. And then those legs will come out, you know, a couple hundred yards above the earth and those engines will fire back up and they'll slow themselves down and then they'll set down just like that. And absolutely stunning. We love And they stick it. the landing and they go, huh, yeah. Ta-da. Ta-da. yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and whenever they were developing these things, they the, that's why I want to put the compilation video up because you can just watch so many videos of them fucking up. And like, mm-hmm. they're trying to land one on a drone ship that looks tiny and this thing's coming out of space and it like hits this drone and it hits a cricket and it flips over the back of it and explodes. And, and then eventually they figure it out. And I'm like, how in the fuck did you figure that out? But uh, the top part of the rocket 
is called the fairing if there's non-human cargo on the ship. Um, and the fairing <gasps> can be caught. So the fairing is like the like tip of it. And yeah. it'll go up into space, and they'll even recycle that part. So they'll drop it back down to sea, or to the sea, and then some uh, parachutes deploy, and they've got a boat with a net, a big old net that they'll try to catch the fairings. Um, and if there are humans in it, which has happened one time, they launched the American astronauts into the ISS. Uh, that thing is different than the fairing, and that's called the Crew Dragon, which is another segment that we'll get to. In a bit. So it's the fairing if there's nobody in it, but it's the crew dragon if there's people in it? Right. So the fairing. Because it goes further back? No. The fairing is just like a heat shield for yeah. protecting it's, And things. the aerodynamic bit. It's the bullet, right? It's the it's front the of the tip. bullet. Yeah. Yeah. It's the tip. <laughs> and then the just the tip. <laughs> and then okay. if there's people on it, it's crew dragon because that's a whole different capsule that's got its own thrusters and emergency systems and onboarding to keep people alive and you know in the oxygen and shit like that yeah pressure situation yeah okay 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 so the falcon 9 has nine uh, 106 total launches 67 landings and 49 Mm -hmm. reflown rockets not bad listen not bad nasa just yeah, what the not, fuck are y'all? y'all I love NASA. I, listen, I fangirl about NASA way too much. Way too much. But also, like, look at you, NASA. Yeah. <laughs> how many, how many like, and the rest of cycled them. landings do you have? Yeah. yeah. Shit. Yeah. Um, okay, so Falcon Heavy is basically if you have a Falcon 9 and then you have two other Falcon 9 strapped to it. Um, okay. So this is the most powerful operational rocket in the world by a factor of two. Um, active, again. With the ability to lift in orbit nearly 64 metric tons, the Falcon Heavy can lift more than twice the payload of the next closest operational vehicle, the Delta, that's a four, Delta IV, yep, four, heavy. Um, Falcon Heavy is composed of three Falcon 9 uh, engine cores, whose 27 Merlin rockets... Uh, engines uh, together generate more than 5 million pounds of thrust, equal to approximately 18 747 aircraft. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Okay. You might not know the answer to this question, but why are they strapping three together? What is the purpose other than strength? Is it's there strength. some sort of, like, easy, like, we have a better odd of landing them safely? Or, like, what? What's the deal? Okay, so... Space shuttle, the, the big orange one talking, and then the space shuttle, right? And then the two boosters. So the two boosters would split off of it and then fall into the ocean and be unusable. Oh, okay. So it's just extra energy to get out into the atmosphere, like out of the atmosphere. Right. Yeah. It's just for heavier payloads. So those things, they okay. all go up together and then they separate from each other. Yeah. And that's what he, when he launched Starman, those two came down together at the same time. Those were the mm-hmm. two side boosters. And then mm-hmm. the main booster was, uh, they tried to catch it on drone ship and it, they didn't catch it, um, which is why they didn't show it in the video. I think actually they did show it in like the end video, exploding. <laughs> um, okay, so this is cool. This is Crew Dragon, which is the thing on if there are people. Um, oh, wait. Oh, you motherfucker! I fucked up. Okay, uh, uh, I I copied the notes from. Uh, Falcon 9 in the Crew Dragon section so I don't have notes on that but I can do it from memory. Um, 
But the Falcon Heavy. No, bitch, I'm lying. The Falcon Heavy's only had like two or three launches. Uh, Crew Dragon has had 23 launches, 22 visits to the International Space Station, most of those being cargo, and nine reflown missions. Um, That's a lot. Yeah, it really is. And like for to go there and back and deliver delivering goods which is like the same thing they're doing with satellites though so it's all just wildly impressive i don't have oh yeah here we go okay um on the crew dragon i wanted to post some photos of the inside of these things because it's actually insane and then there's a video of them testing the abort system so um basically like if something is going wrong in the launch there's like two rocket engines built into the top thing where the people are and it'll pull them away from the rocket body so they had to do this test of this before they could put people on them and elon was like well and this is what i'm saying this is where he's different he's like well we might as well just blow the rocket up like people would love to see that so they launch the rocket they and it separates it the crew dragon self-destructs del- like a fucking bruce willis movie exactly. like the fifth element exactly <laughs> exactly and i ate it up and it's in my portfolio there's like photos of it in my portfolio right now because i put i did some like graphic design work on it and i put it wait to what the, i put it to the lyrics i made posters and i put the lyrics to billy eilish's song uh, it. on it and it says um so it's like three photos and it's like the rocket all together and it's don't you know and then the next frame is like, I'm no good for you. And it's like splitting off of it. And then the next photo is like, <laughs> love that. <laughs> yes. Stupid. So stupid. No. Also, another thing. I need to write this stuff down. We need, I, I have like eight things so far that we're going to be sharing on our social media about this. Because there's not enough visuals that can demonstrate how awesome this is. And that's really interesting. Just, okay. So seriously, Elon was like, Brilliant, brilliant. Like, that's a perfect metaphor for him. Like, he's like, why don't we have people just, like, in the front little pouch, and then we just, like, eject, and it's, like, an ejection seat, but instead of a seat, it's, like, a whole little, like, pod, and then they have an escape pod, and they can go. And we're like, yay! Elon, yes! And, he's like, and then he's the like, and then, like, who cares about, like, the rest of it? And, like, <laughs> why don't we make it a fireworks show, and, like, like we'll put dynamite in it. Exactly. And, like, we'll explode it. And we're like, Elon. <laughs> we were so close. We I were love so it. close. That's Why do you have to make me not like you again? Stop. This is a very exhausting relationship I have with you. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? I cannot imagine. I cannot fucking imagine. Oh my god. Um Okay, so this is the last thing, and I'm gonna spend like three minutes on this, and then that's a wrap. Um The Big Kahuna. This is what's going on right now. This is all the... So, like, all of the testing and development for the Falcons is basically done. And they're just basically commercial vehicles now. And they're great. And they'll they'll be fine. The thing that they're working on now is in Boca Chica, Texas. Which is on the southern coast of Texas. And it's the Starship. And it's the thing that he wants to colonize Mars with, essentially. Uh, among other things. Um, so this is the thing that's going to take us to the moon and Mars and beyond. So to pay for all of these rockets, um, that you keep seeing blowing up on your news feeds, um, SpaceX is in beta testing right now of Starlink, which is a different project totally, uh, in which they're trying to deliver satellite Wi-Fi, uh, telecom system, which is a trillion dollar a year 
industry, a trillion dollars a year. And he's like, if I can just like peel some of that off, I can pay for Starship. I can pay for Mars. I can pay for Whoa. these rockets. I can pay for all of it. So like, I mean, and he's right. I and mean, he's, he's right. He's, he's absolutely right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so SpaceX's Starship is, um, it's the silver thing that you're seeing now getting, flying up, floating down and then blowing up. Yep. And then mm-hmm. there's this thing underneath it eventually called the Super Heavy Rocket. And those two things collectively are Starship. Uh, or Super Mega Heavy Starship. I'm bullshit like that. Um, but they represent a fully re- reusable transportation system designed to carry both crew and cargo to Earth orbit, the Mars, the Moon, Mars, and beyond. Starship will be the world's most powerful launch vehicle ever developed with the ability to carry in excess of 100 me- metric tons to Earth orbit. Which I don't, I don't even, I can't comprehend that. It's 120 meters high. It's bigger than a football field. It's longer than a football field high. 30 feet wide. Massive payload capabilities. This thing is a monster. The Starship itself sits atop the Mega Booster. The booster, no, excuse me. The Starship itself is 50 meters tall and 30 feet wide. So it's a little shorter than the Falcons, but much wider. Almost three times, more than three times wider. Yeah. The Starship payload fairing uh, is 9 meters in diameter and 18 meters high. So that's the part where people can live, essentially, or big-ass satellites can go. It's a um, cargo ship. It's a it's cargo a... ship on the ocean, right? And you, and you have an enormous amount of space. It's this big fat thing that you can fit a shit ton of shit in. Yeah. <laughs> is what the scientists say. Right, and uh. <laughs> with with crazy power, lifting power. Yeah, I mean, it has to, to be able to lift that kind of weight. It has to have the most insane, unprecedented lifting power that has ever existed in humanity. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, like, what's weird, I don't understand. I, It's because the thing that they're putting under it, they haven't developed yet. And that's, like, the, that's like the lifter. Like, that's, like, the huge thing. Mm-hmm. It's, like, a Falcon 9 on crazy roids that will lift this big heavy thing and then the the heavy thing only right now has three raptor engines on it so they're lifting this thing that's 12 stories tall mm-hmm. what you're a watching building. In, in, a skyscraper in, it's a fucking skyscraper in boca chica they're lifting a building off the ground putting it 10 kilom- kilometers in the air they develop the fins to let it fall controlled and then they ignite these rockets again at the very end and swing it to where they can try to get it to stand up and then hover it for a second and then deliver it to standing land. Mm-hmm. It's the size of a fucking building. Like, mm-hmm. I want to get down there to see it so fucking bad because it just, like, it, I can hear it. I just know that if I saw it, I'd be like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you go back to his point about, or I'm sorry, to your point about Elon Musk being so out there. Like, he is so out there he's he is metaf- he, he is the true space cadet like in the sense of like oh that guy's a space cadet you know what i mean like <laughs> wait, wait. like he's not of this earth mm-hmm. like that is true because the idea of this ambition to be able to do that in any other context than the world we're living in today would have been pure unadulterated insanity yeah but because we need it We need it in some capacity or another, whether that's warfare, whether that's other planet habitation. Space is now the next frontier 
of domination what for whatever reason whatever your needs are humanity is now looking up and going yeah that's what i need if he were himself in any other space and time we would have been like put that guy on the pyre oh, yeah. and like set him aflame he is up. a fucking <laughs> right. but because right. we actually need this stuff and he's got the funding to do it because people are like okay it makes it just tells a very different story. I'm not saying we should burn him at the stake. Believe me, I'm not. I would never say that. I'm just saying he is someone that was born in the right place and time for yeah. his fucking vision. Nailed it. Yeah, yeah nailed it. Nailed, stuck the landing, <laughs> if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, and yes, I'll, yes. I wanted to say one other quick thing that you reminded me of. So there's this. Um, I don't know if you know about this, but. In the sense of, it's not SpaceX at all. It's actually a competitor. But um, Virgin Orbit has this thing now mm-hmm. where they discovered, and once I heard this thing, I was like, oh my God, that's the most amazing and also obvious thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, that's brilliant. Oh my God. So they, they're they working on sending stuff out into space, more small scale stuff, like stuff for satellites and things. But like on a stratosphere level airplane so an airplane flies yeah because the whole concept of that is why would we shoot something off the ground with the most gravity against us right when we could fly it and have something strapped to the whatever back belly whatever and then just point it up and shoot it when we're already halfway up that will do much better in terms of energy output Oh yeah. And I thought as soon as I heard that I was like why what like I don't know how you can feel so innovative and also so fundamental at the same time like this is the most like obvious thing ever like this makes right. so much sense. Why have we not done this before? Have you heard of that oh, yeah. Virgin Orbit thing? Yeah. Yeah. And th- they've got a great video out too because they got that that plane that they built that that first did it with a person in it. They launched yes. from that, which I think they even just built a much, much bigger, humongous, double cockpitted, huge thing. Um, but yeah, no, in, in a boxy, if you will, like <laughs> yeah, and like it's it's brilliant. How the fuck did we not think of that? Of course, like I, I totally hear what you're saying. There's another one that I just saw on my Instagram the other day. It's another company that literally they're attaching tubes to 747s, and <gasps> Like, they're, like, for, like, this is, like, for private small satellites. And they just launch from 30,000 feet, 50,000 feet, whatever. Of course. And oh, my God. See, that, tucked under that, the wing. that's the same thing. That's brilliant. It's just, it's so bizarre. Yeah. And, like, yeah. 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 We're living in a time, like, think about if, like, the Wright brothers were around ah. and whatever <laughs> when you were, like, eight. And yeah. you were like, that's fucking the coolest thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And then when you're 14, <laughs> there's like airplane. I'm making this up. There's like some sort of semblance of airplanes. And then when you're 25, you're in fucking World War One, <laughs> flying them to save your Shooting life. Shooting people out yeah. of them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like uh, that. And then when you're old, it's like, here, you want to take a Pan Am, what is that called? Um, Pan Am flight? Like, oh my God, sure. I mean, again, I have no idea of the timeline at all. But I'm just saying, like, this is the time we're living in, in that version. Like, we're seeing space be a thing 
that was just, I mean, for us being born af- well after the first moon landing and whatever, like well after, obviously, obviously. Yeah. Um, but like just the idea that, okay, this is as far as we can go. And it's like, no, it really isn't. And like, by the time we're old and die, um, the idea is going to be yeah. again from no television to color television. Yeah. Interstellar HD. shit. I'm like, they're going to have like <laughs> tubes in space that people can live in. I don't like, I don't. I'm telling we're you, going so you're fast. right. Oh my God. Anyway, that's fascinating. Yeah. It's fascinating. Yeah. Wow. I eat this shit up and I, yeah, it's. Me too. It's, but that's basically all I got. Um, if you see the shit in, on the news, just know if they're failing, it's okay. Because that, that, that really not the point. They're still trying to figure out the rocket's capabilities, uh, getting up and all that stuff. They're like cutting them off one by one and they're just like pushing it to see what happens. And then they're also seeing, they're like collecting the numbers and the stats on like flipping that bitch back upright and then getting her down and all that. So, um, I just wanted to say that things are going very well at SpaceX. And as a corporate representative, um, where's my fucking money? Uh, (laughs) That's it. And also, on social media, they do really well. At least NASA does. Like, a a shout out for my my girl NASA. I love her so much. Yeah. Um, Like, they are very, very funny. And they troll and whatever so follow them not only for the information like follow spacex follow virgin orbit follow nasa um whatever others there are out there i don't know um follow them because they're not only like you know giving you fun entertainment but they're showing live blast offs and things that maybe you wouldn't ordinarily see in the regular news stream because honestly for whatever reason we're in a world now where that's just kind of commonplace and we're not i disagree with it i think we're not there yet where we're taking commercial space flights and i think we should be covering that every launch as a big deal like live we're doing this live on cnn but we're not so just follow those on social media because you will see then like what's happening uh, in real time and you'll be a part of it, you know? Yeah. And like watching it live, there's just something about it. Like you feel involved and it's kind of silly, but like, of course you can watch it back. Of course you can watch it 10 year, ten hours later. Of course, of course. But like the thrill of it of like, I have no fucking idea what's going to happen. And there's right. 50,000 people on this yeah. channel with me, like fingers crossed. It's just... It's almost communal. It's really fun. It's it's a blast. So I'm. It's breathtaking. I'm yeah. yeah, yeah. So come on for in. sure. And that's all I got. That's a wrap. Thank you. I love it. And you know what? You taught me a lot because I'm I'm a big fan of the space exploration thing. But there's a lot of science that I didn't know, especially about SpaceX, um, uh, and just Elon in general. I mean, again, he just it's rides just so that fun line. To like talk I feel like. About. He can cure cancer, but he also wears Ed Hard jeans. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Perfect. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, that's who he is. We love him, and what the fuck? Society we owes hate him, him. What the fuck? Right. But also, why, why do you have to be so insufferable? Yes. Like you're hurting all of us, but you're also helping all of us. Right. Get us out of here. Marginally more. Stop. <laughs> Anyway, okay, good. Well, thank you very much. Um, guys, follow us on Facebook, amateurintellectuals at gmail.com. If you have an idea for a topic, do it. Don't hesitate. Send it in. Tipsy or sober, send it in. We'll figure or drunk. It out. I mean, full on drunk. Send yeah. it in. We we can decode your we'll drunk get, message. 
we don't even need to like you know we don't need any kind of cipher we got it we've got it um please send us your thoughts um we are eager to hear them we're grateful for them and that's a wrap so uh thank you kendall and onward and upward into space and beyond yes okay Bye. bye